As the great Linkin Park once said, in the end, nothing really matters. Week 49 is here. We're 21 days from early release and all the work, hate, love, anger and passion we've put into our teams has reached its nadir moment. 98-99 rated squads, gods on the field, still somehow capable of missing chances and helping us all get those hateful words out one last time while secretly knowing these are the best cards you've ever used. The rinse and repeat is having its days draw darker. Certain cards seem more unattainable to some, while to others they're frustrated by their duplicity to and ability to get multiple versions of said card and then be annoyed about them blocking it, opening their other packs. We've all got the same teams. We've all got one our best results. We've all got the same dreams. We're ready, how to, ready to hand out the insults. So what's the pan? What's the play in these last days of FIFA by EA? So ask yourself. You a retired gunslinger or an ex-cowboy? You a young gun? Or are you the sheriff in this here town? Who's ready to load up that six-shooter one more time for one more ride? I can tell you one thing. I'll be your huckleberry. How are you doing, Jandy? It's great to have you back. Oh, it's good, man. Yeah, it is truly the end days, right? We've got this show. We've got one more weekday show. And then in two weeks, the web app will be out. And then the show after that, we'll have early access. So it really is truly the end of days. Uh, the the nadir, I believe you called it, of yes. FIFA 23. The end of FIFA 23. And the end of FIFA podcasting. Soon we will be an EAFC podcast. What do you think about that? I think that if people have only seen Thor, it's the Ragnarok moment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) FC 24, I'm happy for it. Yeah, me too. Where else am I going to be? Yeah, I know, right? It's coming, whether you like (laughs) it or not. (laughs) I hope they spit on it this time before they put it in. What do you want me to say? (laughs) I don't know, man. I think like I'm at the point now where it's like, I, I'm just starting to get the hype wheel turning for EAFC. I'm sure when the when the web app comes out, I'm going to be grinding the shit out of that. When the when the early access comes out, obviously I bought the ultimate edition or pre-ordered it or whatever. So when the early access comes out, I'll be grinding that. And it's like really, really like right around the corner. It's the end of summer. It feels like the end of end of the beginning, beginning of the end sort of vibes right now. Um, I'm really excited for it though. I'm excited for FC24. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to get right back into it and see how silly everything's going to be and all of the little meta things that are going to pop up and seeing what the female players are going to be like and really just what the balance of the game is in those um, early days. Because normally, game launch is a good game. (laughs) It just gets worse from there. You know, when you play at the beginning of the year, you know, the, the common thing, and I'm sure we'll be saying it in a few weeks, but the common thing is like, oh, the game's so slow compared to last year. It's like, no, it's not. You're just using 82 rated cards instead of your 99s in every stat. So like, you know, the first weekend, Lee, you're going to see uh, Edder Militao and Antonio Rudiger gold like CB pairing. It's going to cost like half a million coins. And just like, I love that beginning of the game because it's like, Everything matters. Even the littlest things matter. If you pull like uh, like a 56 rated bronze player, but he happens to have a league that's helpful for one of the starter SBCs, like, man, that really matters. Like that's huge for your club. 
like if you pull like William Saliba, like who will be like not like a meta card, it'll be like he'll be discarded within a couple of weeks. But if you pull him at the beginning of the game, the first week, it's like, oh my God, that's a huge pull. Like I just, I, I'm looking forward to starting a new, like it, it, it really helps. It helps me refresh my, my brain a little bit once, once the clubs reset. I love it. I love the excitement of it. Um, I, I think, I think part of the reason why I like the end of the game and the start of the game is that with just a few exceptions, um, it's a real level playing field and everybody's cards can pretty much do what everybody else's cards can. You know, um, there's a lot of two-star weak foots out there. There's a lot of uh, three-star skill move yep. cards. There's a lot of like terrible cards that are five-star skills that people use. It's a really interesting time. Uh, and I think that the excitement levels just... For me, I thought they'd be a lot higher, but I'm still kind of like salty about how I feel about the company. <laughs> so that's let what's... Let it go, let it go. I'll turn that bitch to ice first. <laughs> oh, it, it, no, but it is, and... It's just one of those things where it's just like, am I fatigued? Like, do I need to just to take a, a bit of time away from the game completely and just feel refreshed for it? Um, do I enjoy the God Squad that I've got now and 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 have fun with it? I, I'm not sure what's the best thing to do. I think it might be just to take some time away from the game so that when the new one comes out, I'm reinvigorated and hungry for it. And that way, my levels of disappointment will be so much greater that my rage on this show will be so much stronger. So I think that's a, a win-win. But right now, um, I think I'm I'm kind of half... I think I'm still kind of... I, I can see the future, but I'm still very happily sat in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm in a diner in New York in 99. You know, I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think I think there is something to it. I, you know, we're, we're literally... We're 17 days away or whatever from from early access, what does that make it? Probably two weeks from the web app. I think it's totally healthy to take a little break, come back reinvigorated, come back with a new sense of purpose, come back with a new sense of passion for the game. And don't forget, like, we're going to go... The, the end of FIFA is almost a, a almost a completely different game from the beginning of the next FIFA or FOOT or EAFC or whatever, because... The players are all shitty. Are you dealing with like, you know, low rated gold cards for the most part? The game feels, you know, quote unquote slower, right? Like the gameplay aside is completely different. We're going to have a new, new menus, new mechanics, uh, new meta in all likelihood. We're just going to have a lot of new stuff to get used to. And like that newness is exciting. You're you kind of you've been dealing with the same thing for the last 11, 12 months. I'm just gonna get grub. I don't like it. It changed. <laughs> back in back in my bloody day, the menus went left to bloody right, and we were bloody happy for it. Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, no I, matter what they do, I'll find an issue. No matter just, what. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just complain. I, I will. No, I, I uh, I'm looking forward to the vertical menus, um, which I think should be interlinked with a whole new companion app which i'd like to see yeah um, i think that's future forward maybe for uh if not the companion app we get now certainly the one that will come in the year before that stops being a thing in fifa 
Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, you you don't think about it as much, but like the companion app and the web app, that's going to get all probably redesigned. And that's such a huge, I mean, I probably spend more time in the companion app than I do on the game itself. So that's going to be a huge thing to, to check out. Like just, there's a lot to be excited about. I don't know, man. It's just, it's new beginnings, right? I mean, what's there not to be happy about? It's, It's like we're moving from analog to digital. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what it feels like bit. to me. Yeah. And I've already had a feat in both those worlds. I didn't yeah. like that. So, uh, <laughs> no, I think we're going we're gonna to be seeing the game move in a new direction. I know Kev's obsessed with Tom Holland and he's desperate for <laughs> Spider-Man to be in the game. And Johnny's desperate oh, for God. Spider-Man to not be in the game, which means that if two good friends can be at each other's throat like that, I really hope that they bring something like that into the game. <laughs> Just to see what it'll do to like <laughs> terrible people, you know. Oh, like, I, goal. <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to the last week's show on the plane uh, over the weekend, and when the Spider-Man card thing came up, I was dying laughing. People were looking at me all weird. It was it was really awkward. <laughs> but like, I don't think we're that far. I, I don't think like it was a joke, obviously, but like. Obviously, Fortnite had a lot of success doing stuff like that. I like wouldn't be shocked to see. I mean, I would be shocked, but I wouldn't be shocked. We're already halfway there with the Marvel heroes, anyway. It's not. It's not a joke to Kev. I think Kev genuinely would be like, "Yeah, when we get to the end of the game and it's already crazy, why not have Spider Man? Why not have an eight foot by eight foot hulking goal?" I mean, for fuck's sake, we had a six foot by fucking eight inches VMS in midfield this year. Yeah, I was just going to say, and, and like check and all that. I mean, like, look, yeah. it's, yeah, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at some point down the line to see fake, uh, not real f- footballers in, in a football simulation game. I hope in the worst way possible, they tie it into movies so that like we have like fast X I I and like uh, Dwayne and like the fucking the Rock Johnson. Yeah, and 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 the other dude that the the I can't even remember his name. Vin that's Diesel. That, that's how much I watch those fucking films. Yeah. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen one. I've never the guy, seen the guy stealing the telly the fucking you know in the first one they're stealing fucking like video TVs. <laughs> and by the end of it he's got superpowers, apparently. But yeah, I'd love to see tie-ins with awful movies chasing people like yeah. Mobius 2 and shit like that. I want it to be as little about football as possible. I think that's the ultimate goal here. Crossover stars. Like, let's bring Mahomes and see how good of a striker or winger he can be. Well, there's <laughs> always like, there's this meme in America. I don't know if, if it's made its way over to, to Europe, but like, there's this meme in America that's like, if LeBron James played soccer growing up like he would be like one of the best soccer players in the world it's like he's just a freak athlete uh i would like to see yeah a lebron james maybe like a center attacking mid type of player uh, definitely definitely i, I also want to see my home's wife on the women's team oh no she's the worst she's <laughs> yeah exactly man <laughs> she's gonna be like that after they get divorced too she's gonna have uh, that same energy when she wants that money <laughs> oh god well yeah i mean you're you're not wrong i i could see that happening maybe not until mahomes wins another couple more super bowls right john <laughs> silence he's gonna win more because he's really mm-hmm. good but going back to like fc24 yeah. i think anything from the 
doesn't make a mockery of the game is welcome. Yeah. Even even like friendly mods, they could turn crazy. Like they could have like um True. invisible walls where the ball never goes out and can bounce off the walls and you can dribble off the wall around people like FIFA Street, but it's the whole pitch. Well, in offline friendlies, you can play a bunch of different game modes. You have the one with the power-ups. I've played a couple of times with friends. Like, there's the one where, like, long shots are worth extra extra goals. Like, you, yeah. can, you can fuck around with it if it wasn't really, like, high stakes, you know? Yeah. I never knew why they didn't use those in cup modes. Uh, maybe they will. I hope so. I hope yeah. they get a bit silly about it in certain You know, areas. people would be sweaty about it, and it would, people would complain, and it would just be, it would go to shit. What's the difference? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you, that's you, true. You, you'd just be occasionally able to win a game with like a three times goal boost. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like like you're down by two, but you've got like a shot from like 40 yards out that goes in and you win. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd be something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. The rage yeah. from the other side. There would be so much fucking anger, which is like you said, par for the course. So who's surprised? I think this year, though, like more than anything, like what I'm going to remember this year for is how crazy the store got. Like, remember, even just last year, the store was like normal packs that you'd get from rewards and whatever, but you could buy this year. Remember, even not even going back that far, remember around Thanksgiving when the pack code got leaked for the 100 gold player pack and everyone's like whoa 100 players are you kidding me now it's like yeah whatever 250 gold players you know it's just ridiculous here's, here's 500 players for 70 pounds here's here's 500 gold commons like <laughs> like I, i've done that 400k pack method thing it's stupid yeah it's um, fun though it is fun. It's stupid. It is. But stupid. the worst part about it is like trying to remember which cards you need to get rid of <laughs> to mm. be able to open up more packs. Yeah, the dupe dumpsters. Oh my god! Please, EA, give us a fucking duplication place that we can just keep <sighs> them and use them. You know, they they. I'm not saying that they will, but it does feel like it would at least be. I don't. I haven't really fleshed this idea out yet, but it seems like it would be in their best interest, right? Like, if you have a dupe, if you have dupe store, if, if you are dupe blocked, you can't buy store packs, right? Am I wrong about that? Um, I do believe that you can't buy store packs. Yes. So there's your there's your reason, I guess. I, but I guess the the counterpoint would be if you if you're dupe blocked, then it kind of keeps the it keeps you engaged because then it's like, all right, well now I need to do another SBC because I'm dupe blocked and it like keeps me going for another 15 minutes. And then, Oh, once I do that SBC, now I'm on to do something else. I don't know. Yeah. And a dying Rothschild's going to give that heart to a young child. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Would you know what I, I, this is, this is going to sound like insanity. But it's because, are. Yeah. yeah, but I'm Okay the Dax barrel speech um <laughs> look look it up um okay so when you get do you say you were doing like the uh, pack where you get like 11 gold cards and say that uh, with one rare and yeah. you get one dupe the smartest thing to do is quick sell that dupe it's counterintuitive because you're then using negative that, that the 11 cards you just got to do 
the shittiest, smallest SPC possible. Oh, when, I see what you're... In reality, you could just get rid of that, move on, and be opening your packs as you go along. So obviously, if uh, that's about the 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 one, the eleven's a bad example. But say that you get like a duplicate one, a, du a couple of dupl one duplicate gold card. It isn't worth investing ten. Yeah, just, I, just see, for that I see one. what you're saying. So it depends on what the SBCs are out, though. Like. Like what I used to do is like if I got a duplicate gold card or a duplicate shitty card, like, okay, you can put that into the, like the position modifier or whatever, which only requires the one card. And then, you know, you're not actually wasting any. But I see what you're saying. Like it's not worth wasting, saving that one card and wasting 10 other cards in on, order on, to just on, open it. To, to then do an SBC that gives you one card. Yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you're better off just quick selling it and then continually opening your packs. That's right now. Not this isn't FC twenty four advice. This is just now advice. Yeah. Oh, like, right now I'm quick selling fucking everything because I just yeah. want to keep opening packs. It's like right now in my unassigned, I've got a ninety three Pepe and a ninety one Sane. It's like quick sell. Get out. Yeah, like four ninety fives, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm just I'm yeah. fatigued. I got Alawa. I know. I did I get? I got a Bede Pele five star, five star, and I was so happy because it's the one card I've wanted. Mm. And after I got it, I was like, "There is nothing else to do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like put myself into a fucking lithium mine to find Messi, Ronaldo, or Neymar. Right? I ain't doing it. Like I've got much more depressing things to do in my life than that." <laughs> Okay. Well, the thing is, like, I, you know, maybe we're saying the same thing. Like, I'm looking at my starting 11 right now. Half of my starting 11, I have no games played with. I've just collected these cards. I put them in my squad. I'm like, oh, next time I play, I'll use these guys. And then, oh, I collect a better card. And then I switch that guy out for another guy. So I've got like Leia, uh, Robbie Keane, Turam, Lacroix, Allison. None of these guys have any games on them yet. I'm just like I played, I, I played a few games with that Bellingham card and I was like yeah it's a good card is it is well it I mean it, what would it be yeah that's true <laughs> no he's terrible he's awful he's Kevin, got 99 everything Kevin's not even doing squad reviews anymore he's just I don't care you're just flexing at this point oh whoa, you've got 99 Harland and 98 Vinny and 99 Henri and 99 Mateus and 99 fucking Zidane and yeah I mean, which I all have. I have all of those cards. Like, I've just reached a point of 99 them where I'm like, is am I, why am I doing this? <laughs> Who am I doing this for? The 99 them? Yeah, the 99 them where it's like, I'm going to get my squad rating to 99. Mm. Yeah, I think it's possible now. Apparently, I was seeing on Twitter, you can get a 99 squad with full chemistry now, which might be the first time ever in FIFA. It's insane. Yeah. Insanely fun for those guys, though. I bet they're dunking like a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still, I'm still got my 92 Mbappe, though. I can't let go. Everybody else can grab hold of that card now and fuck it. You do yeah. know that, right? Oh yeah, I know. I know. It's just, it's just sentimental. Middle of the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> the only good thing that came out of Team of the Year for me, so I'm holding on strong. <laughs> I I uh I put Van Dyke into an SPC. <laughs> oh my god, you bet you're bad. Yeah, I was just like, I don't bad. need you anymore, bitch. The, there was no ceremony for it or anything. There was just like, um, oh, and I put 98 Henri into a 91 squad just to torment Nick Watanabe. 
because he couldn't pack that card. Wasn't there another guy in the Discord that was being that was Friend. like threatened with murder? Brando. Yeah. Brando. <laughs> yeah, he's threatening Brando with murder because we kept on sending him duplicates. <laughs> there was dude there was i gotta send you this twitter uh thread because it was truly like fucking unhinged like i've got a couple of these people that i just don't i don't really understand why they do this but they just like comment on every fucking thing that i post i gotta send you this twitter thread that this guy sent me so i posted like i was half gloating but half just like bullshitting because i got a uh, duplicate uh 98 vvd and this guy, this guy on Twitter, Foot Coder, he he just comments on everything I post. He goes, I, I so I said, okay, someone said VVD is hard to pack? Question mark, just kind of cheeky. And he goes, he's not hard to pack, but show us your complete batch three collection. Why don't you? <laughs> you show us your three patch collection. Batch three collection. What? I don't know. This guy's a lot of followers. I don't. I don't really understand why he's up here doing this. But. You know what it is, don't you? It's it's <sighs> no, it's, it's 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 butthurt Liverpool fans who didn't pack him. Mm. Is that is that right? <laughs> yeah, and they're just that like, well, 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 everybody can do that. They just spent all day and night just busting through packs and doing BPM, and it's like. Yeah, but you didn't, and you did. <laughs> I do. I like Liverpool, man. I do, and I like our our homies that are Liverpool fans. But yeah, there is something odd about Liverpool Twitter that I just can't get my arms around. Yeah, yeah. There are there are. Look, anything I say comes from a place of true hatred for those people. So let's just move <laughs> on. It's, I'm gonna. It's gonna start like being like. I, that dude was so racist and white about about white people. Like we thought he created a new standard that's like somehow white on white crime. He, he shouted uh, down upon us. That's what would happen because we're both in the same boat. Look, like I think Liverpool fans had a small glimpse of hope when they won the league in the last few years, and United fans are just in there. We're being fucked, and we know it, and we yeah. can't compete. And Newcastle and Manchester City are better than us because we live in fucking bizarro world now. What's going on with United over the weekends? That was, uh, that was quite a turn of events. We don't got no monies. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting, no so, we're, getting, we're getting players on loan, mate. Like, uh, Eric Ten Hag cannot fulfill his vision of what he wants on the pitch because they're not bringing him the players that he wants. They're bringing players on deals that suit the club in a certain way. So it's, it's sad. And uh, if you look at Arsenal and what they spent on Declan Rice, um, there's only... United are pretty much the only club in the top six who don't have a hundred million pound player in their team. Um, well, like I, I'm even like talking about like so all the shit that's going down with Sa- uh, Jaden Sancho, and then Anthony is getting dismissed from the Brazilian national team for like a domestic issue, and then now Bissaka's getting like dragged on Twitter by like an ex girlfriend. Like it's just like one thing after another. Well, United sell newspapers because people uh-huh. go, oh, we got to see this. But also, like, second error is that the, the Jadon Sacho thing is that he's letting it be known 
and he's letting his feelings from within the club be known. So that's an agent thing where they're just, you know, oh, Ten Hag's got it out for me. I'm just a hardworking lad who never had a chance. Um, But also you've got to factor in like the whole Mason Greenwood. That's Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Abysmal decision by United where it was like, well, we might give him a chance. And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get him out of the club. Yeah. Fire him. Like we've all, we all know what's happened. He's never going to change. Get rid of him. He's a 19 year old psychopath. Yeah. So I think when you've got that many things going on around the football club, um, Eric Tang Hag's probably quite, probably struggling to put a, a, an 11 together. He can trust. And a a 17 to 18 in the dressing room that will do play for him um, the way he wants them to. Um, And I think Arsenal just had better fitness levels, better players. And, you know, it wasn't, it was a hairline decision that it would have been 2 1 as well. So you have to factor in that United players might have heads might have dropped after yeah. that and Arsenal players became rejuvenated. It's the third goal that annoyed me. Yeah. Is is Onana like just not good? Like what's what's going on with him? No, he's good. He's good at what he does. Um he's getting used to a new league where things happen a lot faster and he's got mm-hmm. to adjust to that. But in terms of what he brings to the football club, um Going forward, he's a much better goalkeeper for United than De Gea because if he can get his ability to where it was at Ajax uh, or when he was playing in France. He was at Inter, right? Inter Inter signed him from uh, a French team after Ajax released him, I think. Ah, okay. I may be wrong about that. But um, he has all the capabilities to to be a top-rate modern goalkeeper. And I think what David De Gea was really good at was covering up the cracks in the defence, but also started a lot of the problems in attack. Mm. So at the moment, it's like an inverse of you've got rid of a goalkeeper that probably would have got you a point at some in certain games or more respect for a goalkeeper that's progressive. And with anything progressive, it's always going to have a risk in it because if it didn't, it wouldn't be progressive. Well said. He's been fucking me over in FPL, though, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> First week, it was hot sauce. It was so good. It was so good. And now it's like Matt Turner sitting on my bench running fucking cartwheels around him. Matt Turner's coming off your bench, I think. I think he is next week. This ga- this upcoming game week, uh, Turner's got Burnley home. Onana's home Brighton. I think Matt Turner's getting the start. Yeah, most likely, most likely. Mm-hmm. So, looking looking back on a little bit, like it being like literally the end of an era of FIFA. Yeah. Um, just looking back at at this FIFA and sort of like the first third of the year, sort of September to end of the World Cup, start yeah. of January. Um, how did you feel about the game at that point? The I was actually thinking about this last night. The period of FIFA 23 that was the best, in my opinion, was between 
World Cup PTG, which remember those cards started coming out like a week or two before the World Cup started. Between World Cup PTG, call it early November, late October, and Winter Wild Cards. It's there where we got so many of the meta cards that we kind of know and love that we think about now today when you think about FIFA 23. You had all of the PTG cards that were awesome. There were a couple stinker promos in there, like those filler promos, the purple cards and the yellow cards in the World Cup. But Winter Wild Cards came out, and it was awesome. And those cards were super meta. And that's when the Jarzinho SBC came out. The Sergio Ramos SBC was a little after that, but in that ballpark too. Um, and that's when I was having the most fun. Like some of those winter wild cards are, are just like are iconic, like that Lacazette, the Payette Lacazette uh, link up. I remember I ran forever. Um, and that's when I was having the most fun with the game. After that, it kind of stagnated for a while. Yeah. And I think that you have a. a, a... A, a rosy look back upon the view of Winter Wild Cards when it came out. Because when Winter Wild Cards came out, people were like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, you just they? give us these... You don't remember people like, you no. give us these World Cup cards and then you do this, the power curve is fucked. These cards are useless. Because that's how I remember feeling at the time. And it was like, oh, wait until you guys see what we got coming. Centurions <laughs> is coming next. Oh. And they had those, then they had the UEFA road to the, towards the final cards that didn't upgrade forever. And then the fantasy foot cards that didn't upgrade forever. And foot birthday was kind of fine. And then before we knew it, we were in tots and it was like, all right, here we go again. But no, nah, man, the, the, I also think like, I mean, this is more personal, I think, to you and me and to the other guys that do the show. But that's when the show really started picking up a lot of steam. That's, you know, when when you and I started doing the regular episodes. Uh, that's when I think we, we started really growing the listeners and, and the friends of the show. The discourse started popping off. It was around the holidays. It's just I have good I have good memories of that that time in this game. That I do have good memories of, and it was a lot of fun and a hell of a good time. Um, yeah. yeah, and also like just the the um, the Vietnam memes for everyone who did the uh, token program to get like oh, yeah. the era. <laughs> it was just like Credence Clearwater would just start playing in the background as you start to play FIFA. Literally six wins with every single nation in the World Cup. And you get 196 wins. And then nobody took like the clear best choice, which was Vieira at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, because people were just like, I mean, if this is the first swaps program, where's it going to end up? Fuck Vieira. I want packs. (laughs) <laughs> that was the best swaps program we had all year. But like during that during that period of time, there were a series of decisions that you had to make. That there were four distinct decisions that you had to make during that period of time that would have changed the shape of your squad for a long time. Maybe five, but let me. I know of at least four. Taking Vera swaps for sure. Uh, doing the Jarzinho SBC. Doing the Ramos SBC. And then doing the Mbappe SBC. If you did, if you did all four of those things, that was like a really, really good cornerstone for your squad for three, four months. 
Yeah, um, I had no part in the swaps program. I took my ass in my VW van to Canada and I drafted out that fucking war. I think I played. I think I played like a game with Qatar online, and I went fuck this. And no way, no how. I ain't doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah, dude, there were some struggles. Like when you'd lose a few in a row, man, that was like, oh, it's like fuck. Do I have to run out these fucking? Like Qatar, this Qatar squad again, or like some of the other shitty nations that it was just like impossible to get wins with, and you're just praying to God that you get because it was golden goal. That's what I remember. It was like the only golden goal friendlies of the entire year, so you at least had that going for you. But six, you ended up having to win like two hundred something friendlies by the end of it, so it was just really brutal. Yeah, I just laughed my ass off all the way through it. I was just like, <laughs> you fools, you've fallen into that trap. I just traded real hard and just enjoyed my FIFA during that time period. Uh, you just actually, you just reminded me, that is one thing that I'm really excited about with EAFC coming out is the trading. The trading at the beginning of the year is just lawless. It is crazy. And it is a lot of fun to do it at the beginning of the year when like, if you, if you if you are able to do you remember at the beginning of this year if you were able to get up a decent little coin balance before the game came out during the web app period you made fucking bank you were buying Holland for like 8300 oh coins. my god you were buying Vinny for like 20k and he went up to like 200k you were buying I, I very distinctly remember putting all of my coins from the web app into 85 acunas at like 4,000 coins. I was like, this is the cheapest he's going to be all year. Like, and it's like, yeah, of course, when the game comes out and people are playing and the SBC start going, it's like he went up to 10,000 immediately. I, uh, I, I really fucked that one up. <laughs> well, you have, another, you have a new chance. That's the beauty of it all. I know I traded really well in game, but I wasn't, um, I went a completely different route. I was like, okay, this time last year, or it was like er really early on in the game cycle. It might have been February. Uh, goalkeeper basics went from like the cheapest you could buy him for anywhere was five grand, mm. and you could buy him for like a hundred and fifty coins. So I just went all in on these goalkeeper basics <laughs> every time I made coins, right. And look, in the long run, I noticed I had them the other day and I sold them and I made about 700 grand. Oh, which wow. Was, which was great, <laughs> right? But I'd completely forgot about them as well. So I, I feel I could have got off to a better start. And But, but I, I mean, I, in, I think that at the time I worked out that if this hits like last year, I had something like six or seven million coins worth of position of a goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an idiot. Well, dude, remember, so another popular trading, trading strategy uh, this year at the beginning of the year was um, before the game came out, shadows were really cheap. Like, I mean, you know, previous years and even this year at times, like shadows would be extinct and shadows were trading for like 2000 coins, like 2,500 coins. So I bought a shit ton of shadows before the game came out. And then it's, of course, obviously nobody wants shadows because architect is what makes it makes players lengthy and shadows were taking people off of lengthy. That's before lengthy got nerfed too. So it was like, oh, these shadows are fucking worthless. Yeah. yeah it's weird how they get you like that. Yeah. It's like any old tricks that you try to bring in. Like if you think it's too much of a good thing, it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and now some of these cards, like the stats are starting to get, like the official stats are starting to get revealed. You can already tell who's going to be like the meta sweaty, like first week's attackers. Like you see that like Kolo Milani PSG card has like a 91 pace or something like that. Like, oh, that card's going to be in everyone's lineup. 6-2. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be big. He's going to be lengthy. He's going to pace. It's going to be, and he's got lengths. It's it's game over. Yeah. Well, not and, anymore. Well, <laughs> I, and I, I have a very sneaky suspicion. I think you guys talked about it uh, on the last show, but I have a sneaky suspicion that the, they're going to make the female cards very meta to start off with. I think people are going to be running a lot of uh, women women's cards. Now, the word I've had from people who played the beta is they're not as meta as you think they're going to be. Really? Okay. Yeah. He said that when you go into the stats, this is one. This is like bloke down the pub next to the jukebox told me about it while sharing a cigarette kind of okay. knowledge. Okay. Okay. Let's hear. <laughs> he was like, even in game, their their physical stats aren't necessarily like their strength isn't on the same level. It's okay. just that their stamina, um, all the things that make up the physical aspects, aggression, things like that, th- those are taken into account on the same level, but the strength is slightly different. So the cards you think are going to be like, oh, every female card is going to be amazing. It's it's not. There may be a balance to it wherein certain world-class female cards are as uh, better than certain world-class male cards, but don't expect it to be this... Um, automatic leveling system where it's like oh if a guy at 510 has 79 strength this woman will have 79 strength she might end up with 72 strength gotcha. which which is a, 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 you know 10 percent difference which is great you know um, but i wonder if they if they make up for it with like more agility in general because i've been starting to see i don't know if you've seen this on twitter but like a lot of people are starting to notice that almost every gold card is getting a pace decrease on its FIFA 23 card. I wonder if that's to make room for the women with slightly better pace. It could be. Um, it could also be them understanding their, their own accelerates, accelerate system for the first time. Mm. We've also point. now got um, mid-acceleration types that are coming into the game. So yeah. that gives them longevity going forward um meaning that maybe um a lengthy striker can become controlled or mid-lengthy yeah um, it gives them a lot more flexibility like you can like more chemistry styles become come into play it's not just like this guy needs an architect no matter what at the beginning of the game yeah yeah it's like the the, the implausibility of erlin harlan ever being anything but lengthy yeah. Um, is particularly effective in his 99 card this year. And I think that I don't know how the acceleration types like lengthy will affect the female players. Maybe there's, because there has been no height requirement for the men. Um, yeah. Roy Keane could be made lengthy. He's 5'9". So, yeah. you know, uh, I think Mascarano could be made lengthy as well. And he's even shorter. So it would be interesting to see the acceleration types and how they impact the game and whether or not it, it does find a balance straight away. Well, I kind of don't hate it, actually. You know, just the general idea of pace across the board being lower. I kind of preferred it that way back in the day. There's definitely been like a pace creep, especially on defenders. Like remember back in like the old FIFAs, if a center back had like 84 pace, like, oh, that is like a quick center back like yeah, now it's like, it's like 
That's like kind of unplayable. <laughs> um, I think eighty-four pace at the start of the game was definitely playable. I think, I think, I think the the you would see play cards with like sixty-four pace and think that's a pretty good mid-pace centre back. And then yeah. you'd see someone with seventy-five pace and be like, this dude can shift. Like Medi Benatia's gold card had seventy-five base pace and it was like, get that man in my team. Like, well, you remember remember Colaire? Uh, base card this year. I think he had like 77 pace and it was like, it's like, oh, it's like a non-starter, right? It's yeah. like, you can't even, what is, what does he have? He's an 89 rate of 71 pace. So sorry, apologies. Not, not quite the same argument here, but you know what I mean? Like these cards that are in the seventies, like people see that and they're just like, not, not happening. That's why they're going to give Vincent company 80 pace. I guarantee it. Interesting. I don't remember him ever having anything that high. <laughs> I, I think he will. I guarantee I it. Seventy-one was the highest I remember seeing him. With. Yeah. They want they want somebody somebody to compete with Lucio for the hero center backs. I like that. At least yeah. that will be competition and more cards for people to use as well because there'll be more of them. Um, yeah. I think my biggest worry about the start of FIFA is the um, rapid depreciation that's going to happen yeah that's that's so true like you have to be so careful holding on to gold cards at the beginning yeah. of the year like like you want to obviously have a meta team and obviously try to get as much untradeable as possible but you don't want to be stuck holding holland when he goes from 250k to 50k overnight like he did this year yeah or you might you might um end up wanting to be completely liquid say two or three days after the game comes out before the first promo <laughs> well that would have been bad this year uh which is abnormal to be fair like this year was kind of an outlier i think probably mostly because the all of those um those like starter sbcs were untradeable for the first time so people there's just no coins out on the market at the beginning of the year it was just the supply was so low but you know the first the first um, uh, promo being ones to watch always kind of throws a wrench in it because like those cards are not statistically any better than the cards that are in the game at least for the first two weeks of the game. So it's like you're dealing with what's essentially gold cards for two two and a half weeks for sure, and then you get either road to the knockouts or rule bre- or yeah road to knockouts or rule breakers or one of those. And that's when the power curve starts actually mattering. Now you see. It's interesting you brought up ones to watch because I was going to talk about how that was one of the more interesting starts to last FIFA because for the first time we had these like, oh, if they win these games, they get these upgrades without having to get an inform and then every inform will be an upgrade on that. And it was like, holy shit, one to watches just became relevant. Yeah. Like, ooh, I mean, it's like you, you could even be trading on them from game to game like a live card. Oh, yeah. Like you, yeah, I hope you, they make him that easy again, like the last year. Yeah, yeah. So that makes for a really interesting start, and I think the 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 thing with one to watches is that people want them. Like uh-huh. they want they want the shiny new card. It's it's the dumbest card to buy. It always it's but oh people yeah want it. It's because because at the beginning of the year you want a little bit of color on your squad screen. You don't want just all gold. And this year. Dude, ones to watch is gonna have some crazy cards. I mean, Messi and and CR7 are both gonna have ones to watch cards. Bellingham's gonna have a ones to watch card. Harry Kane, Caicedo. There's gonna be some really interesting, interesting ones. 
Neymar. Yeah, I think that's going to be the hardest 86 to pack in the history of FIFA. <laughs> Ronaldo's 86. Yeah, he's going to have that. You know, Messi will be... Was, Messi's like a 90 this year or an 89? Yeah, he's, he's uh, I think, 89 or 90. Bellingham's going to be the most expensive one, I bet. Maybe, maybe not compared to... Maybe Messi will be more expensive, but Bellingham's going to be as just as... Just as tough to pack. And Bap. <laughs> That'll be oh, the expensive he, one. I mean, he's not going to get it once to watch, but yeah. They might. What do you think Mbapp's going to get? Mbapp can't get transferred, right? Transfer window's over. Uh, he can get transferred. What, if to get, Saudi? If he gets released from the club. He's a free agent. Okay. Are we entering the conspiracy theory portion of uh, today's pod? What the bit where he gives them sixty million pound of his own money, but he's out of his own country to let him leave, and then get sixty million pound off Real Madrid. Mm. <laughs> um, no, and Bap getting a one to watch should be interesting. Um, and there's yeah. always those rogue one to watch cards of players who could do well. Um, big yeah. anticipation. Hey. Darwin Nunes was a big buzz this year. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking. I just pulled up a list. So. Um... I think, like you know, Sandra Tonali always has a nice gold card to start the year. I bet he gets a, gets the one to watch. And Kunku, cursed, despite the fact cursed, that he has, it's cursed, that Sandro Tonali, what is cursed? You don't Why? know because he had the most amazing year, um, and had also been this uh, card that you could get through Liga species. And his one to watch came out week one for AC Milan. And he must have had about five informs the season before. And it, <laughs> and it was for a 77 rated Tonali and everybody completed it and it never got upgraded once. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Sucks to suck. It's a cursed <laughs> card, man. Well, but for real, like CR7, uh, well, actually, would Ronaldo not get one because he went over the winner? Is that how that works? I guess probably not, right? No, once to watch is just the promotion where they give cards to players. They don't have to be new to the league. They are no, no, no. That's it's always new. Tra- it's guys on new clubs. Once to watch, is it a thousand percent? Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. So, so probably not CR seven, but but Messi and Neymar for sure. Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham, Moises Caicedo, oh. Declan Rice, Gavardiol. Sofian Amrabat from United. Amrabat. Kai Havertz, Kola Moani, Mason Declan Mount Rice. could get a card. I bet you Mason Mount gets a card for Declan sure. Declan Rice will get a card. Yeah. And Kunku potentially. So there's the, it'll be a good squad. It'll actually be a really, really good squad, I bet. Yeah. It actually will be a good squad. Uh, Neymar yeah. might get one. Neymar's for sure going to get one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be raking in the FIFA points. Neymar and Messi are going to headline the two teams. If they do two teams, it'll be those two guys. We'll, we'll headline the teams. Team four. <laughs> Team 26 of footies is here. I think they're going to start doing four-week campaigns just because they can't be asked to pay the graphics department twice a month. They can't think of the, the the card designs have been so. I, I'm actually not totally sold on EAFC card designs with like the. I don't like how the icons at the bottom are so small for the club, country, and and league. Um, but it will make more room for some interesting dynamic images. So tis an homage to old FIFA cards. Yeah, if you go look at old FIFA cards, they're at the bottom. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that might be their idea of like, we're starting again with all of our best ideas. And it's like, bitch, you never had a good idea in your fucking life apart from making money. Shut the fuck up and release your game. <laughs> I guess is that it's actually more just so that they have more flexibility with the artwork. But maybe, or maybe they don't give a fuck and they did it on an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> like John Bridges' tactics. Everything still winning. They're still winning. Yeah, they um, I, I will see. We'll see. I, I'm I'm interested for a lot of things with the game. I'm interested about the tactical improvements that we're going to see, um, and the sort of tactical flexibility that we've never really been allowed before since maybe FIFA 06. Even going maybe even further back than that. Um, there was a FIFA where you could design your own formations and you could play three, three, four, <laughs> and it was devastating to play against, especially if somebody was using Chelsea for some reason, or maybe it was just that one guy. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'd love to have the option of when other fullback run forward, you stay back, you <laughs> run forward. Him stay back. This maintain balance. Like that's all I really want. It's such it would change the game so much to not have two centre backs shitting themselves against three attackers and like just like a really fast guy to cover the centre backs like in real football. Yeah. I think that I, I, I did see uh on Twitter they've there, there's two new formations in the game this year. One of them has is actually an asymmetrical formation, which I think might be the first time they've done that. I know. Yeah. There's one that kind of has like a center forward that kind of sits like to the right, uh, like kind of attacking side, on the attacking side. So is it a 4-1-1? Four, four, one, one? I don't know what it is. I saw it on Twitter. It'll just, be to uh, drop into midfield in defense. Yeah, maybe. I'm just Make a five. Sure. Uh, JP, should we talk a little FPL? Um, I don't know why. Because uh... <laughs> you put it in the fucking show notes, dude. <laughs> I put other things why? in the show notes as well. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, um, yeah, FPL. That's a frustrating game. Um, what did you get this week? I uh, did the uh, very smart thing of taking uh, Son out of my team. Oh, uh, and oh, no. replacing him with Raheem Sterling after weeks oh. of frustration. Jesus Christ. It's the first week I've been below the average score as well. Like the uh, average score this week is 72 and mine's 67. Um, yeah, Onana, zero points. Sterling, two. Chilwell, one. I took a Stupinian out because I thought that we were going to get slapped. Uh, got Trippier and Isaac in the team, Bruno Fernandez and Saka. So um, yeah, it's a good job. Holland's my fucking captain. Yeah, that, I was gonna say Holland is more than half of my points this week. It was it was pretty bad. Other than that, Salah had eight, Foden had five. But yeah, man, sitting here with Onana getting me zero again. Chilwell, after everyone was hyping him up, has had a couple of like softer weeks. Chelsea looks just awful. They look so confused. They don't look good at all. They don't look. They don't look like they have like a direction they're moving in. Yeah, I mean they were able to beat up on Luton, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, Holland saves the day again, Captain Holland. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, he he made up forty of my sixty-seven. Yeah, forty of my seventy-four. <laughs> yeah, it do be like that. Is there anybody you're thinking about transferring in this week? I think I already made my transfer. Oh yeah, without without looking at the fixtures, I think. Who'd you get I think, in? I think I brought in a defender. I think I did. I can't remember. I don't think I do have a transfer though. I can I can't I can't see what change I made. Maybe I have a transfer for this week. I don't know. I'm probably gonna get rid of Isaac so he can go and score a fucking hat trick as well. Um, <laughs> this is why I hate these games because I'm not I'm not a big gambler. So I'm not like one of those people that's like used to accepting my um, idiocy at consequence. Yeah, fair so enough. If, if I was any, uh, you know, if I gambled a lot and lost a lot of money, I'd just be like, well, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know. But because I don't, I'm not coping well. <laughs> how are you? How are you coping? Um, I'm coping. I, I'm like, I don't feel like. I'm that far behind. Like, I just feel like I've made one really bad decision, which was uh, taking out James Madison. Other than that, I feel like I've done decently well. Like, at some point, I need to to transfer out Sala uh, and get some more help on offense, but it's, it's so funny. You think you've done really well. And I would no, I'm not ha- saying I don't think I've done really I, I, well. I would have hanged myself from this fucking door behind me. We've got the same fucking points. I don't think I don't. I wouldn't say I've done really well. I just, I, I just, I just think that like I'm, I'm hanging in there. We've both got two hundred and forty-three points. Well, because our squads completely different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's been a tough start, but we're getting through it and we're doing real well. And I'm like, fuck. Well, I'm not gonna win. I just want to like, I just want to come like maybe top fifteen, top ten would be nice. I don't. I don't, I don't want to win, but I want to be in the top. Well, the one guy that's in the lead in our in our league had like one of like the best weeks of anybody in the entire entire world. This one guy had, had one oh seven fried eggs. Had one oh seven with with Captain Holland, Rashford, Trent, Salah, Chris Archer, Cameron Archer. <laughs> Excuse I, me, wrong Archer. I think he triple captained somebody. Did he trip? No, no, he had he had regular Holland captain. Forty point oh, yeah. Holland. No, no, he did. Yeah. He, he, you're completely right. I was looking at something else that I don't understand as well. Fuck this game. Yeah. Um, I'm frustrated that's, with two football games. Great, thanks. That's FPL. Yeah, no, I'm happy to help you to help. I think, um, I think this week is going to get better. Which which bit? FIFA. Um, probably not FIFA. Probably not FIFA. I think I'm kind of. I think I'm kind of done with FIFA 23. If I'm telling I'm telling you the truth, JP, I think I don't. I don't think I'm gonna play anymore. Disgraceful. Yeah, I think I'm done. I think it's over. I think I want to try and enjoy another weekend league, and then just be like, this was the last one of the year. And then take a like a, a, a nine day vacation, yeah. detox, you know, actually load up an old Skyrim save like I used to yeah. every. I used to I used to cut off from FIFA in August. I used to was it even August? It might have been late July. 
I used to always go, right, I'm taking three weeks off FIFA so I don't hate it anymore. Yeah. And I'd go and play Skyrim for three weeks and become like a flame mage. <laughs> Which basically... <laughs> Variety is the spice of life, JP. It's the gayest thing I've said. Yeah, I was going to say, flame mage was an interesting choice. Uh, Highly but... different thing in Manhattan. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've gone off the rails. And, and, I have, and I would have great fun, and then I would come back to FIFA, and I would really enjoy it. Whereas this year, I, I think I've played every week. I think you've played more in like the last, like maybe not this week, but in the last like few weeks while the repeatable grind is on than like anybody. Then maybe at any time the entire year. I played a lot because I wanted to. I wanted to see if I could beat people with teams as good as I, I wanted to see if it was the players or me like yeah. and I found it to be 10% my confidence and 10% people having better teams than me and I think when the players felt equal and my confidence came up with that it took me onto another level of just like nah I can beat these guys I can get out of division 2 I can the get mental division game- one. The mental game with FIFA, and you know, game's over. But I think this transfers over. The mental game is the biggest part. You have to be willing to say, even if you're, if you have to be willing to go down two nothing and say, "I'm still gonna win this game." Yeah, and I've done that a lot. I've just been yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, you scored those goals. Those are those are goals. I know how to stop. Um, I didn't know you were gonna score those types of goals, but you're not gonna <laughs> score them again." Um, you know, and I've scored some of my best goals. I've scored some amazing goalkeeper to number 10 finishes all year. And I've I've had a great time playing the game. It was just, I think I I was so committed to the cause that when they stripped away those 85, 84, whatever multipliers, it was almost like I had this like awakening moment of like, oh fuck, I'm in a cult. Like, shit, well, what the fuck do they do? <laughs> that's what happens when you're in it every day. You kind of realize, like, if you just take, like, one day off, you're like, whoa, okay. Like, that's interesting. I don't feel the same grip that I did before. Yeah, this isn't fun. Why am I writing, why am I writing down the names of multiple? <laughs> you, like, I would start, oh, my God, this is how bad it got, right? I would, I would, I started doing them on the Xbox because it hurt my wrists less because I would always have my phone at a funny angle and I start getting wrist pain. So I was like, I'm just going to, and I, and I, and I could do it nearly just as fast. And I, I, I'd been going through them and going through them and going through them and going through them that I had to start taking screenshots. And then what I would do while building an SBC would be like latest screenshots. Right. And then I would not even bring up the image, but just sort of the thumbnail and be like, oh, right. That's who I need to put into this SBC. And I I was that deep. Right. And and smiling, just like I'm the happiest person in the world. Well, but it was it was fun. Like it was I mean, maybe I mean, it was fun and it was also a good time killer, like to do like, okay, I can do the 10 bronzes, do the 10 silvers, recycle out into the 10 golds cycle the 10 goals into the 80 plus triples the 80 plus triples into the 85 10 the 85 10 over and over and over like it was a good way to kill like two hours look i I had every great card from 40s that wasn't the 99 cards 
Yeah. Like Jenner on the bench kind of thing, you know? Like, ah, fuck that guy. Like, I and what was getting frustrated for me as well was that I kept on doing these really expensive 94 plus shapeshifter and it, and it would come up with like some of the best cards in the game but just the ones I had yeah and it was like what am I even fucking doing and then the last one I did I was just did it because it was just like I'm I was going to quick sell about eight specials and I was like <laughs> I might as well just put them into something so I put them into like and I didn't realize I'd done the first part put them into the second part and then I got a Betty Pele and I was like I think this is far as I go. And I said I that done. earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with my team. If I'm going to rock and roll, I've got all my soldiers in place. You know, whichever way I want to play this game right now, I can do it. If I want to play with five at the back, I can play five at the back. If I want to play crazy attacking football, I can. I can do whatever I want because I've got every perfect player within 1% of everybody else, which is, I think, the closest I'll be till this time next year, probably. JP, we have one more show until the web app. One more show. We're almost there. And if you've stayed with us all summer, you've stayed with us all episodes, then we cannot thank you enough. Um, this is certainly not the easiest or best time to podcast about FIFA, but I, I'm pretty proud of us, JP. We were very consistent. We haven't missed a show since we've been doing this. No, not one show has been missed. Uh, we might not have made every show, but we have never missed a show, even yeah. in some pretty horrific circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, sometimes we've had fill-ins and subs for for me most of the time, but sometimes for you, and and we made it work. And now we're like there. We're on the precipice. It's one more show, and then we'll have new stuff to talk about. Hey, I, I think that we will always have old angry man stuff to talk about so long as That's I'm true. here. And um, I, I had nothing but respect for you um, until you started trying to choke the cock of the listeners and the friends of the show <laughs> right there. Um, they're with us because they're our friends and they support us. And without them, we're nothing. We're just guys talking to each other, recording it and distributing it on the internet, which yep. is a little weird. So thank you weird. for not making me any more weird and for not making Jandy publicly weirder and <laughs> we appreciate every share oh wait 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 where's my phone where's my phone I gotta give a shout out to somebody okay let's um, I got my first hate mail oh yeah here we go okay okay um, I don't know where it is but um, <laughs> basically the guy was just like that stuff you do at the beginning is cringy. And I was just like, here's a guy with a lot of time. <laughs> he didn't even answer the question in Spanish like we told him to. Que opinas este episodio? Oh, no. It just, it just was like, that's what you took your time to write? <laughs> I showed him. Okay, mate. Have a great well, day. I think his name was George or Adam. I'm looking at him now. Adam. Adam. Yeah. The Adam, first Adam, Adam from Great Britain. Thank you for your opinion. De este episodio. I salute what must be your first troll attempt ever. You did a fantastic <laughs> job. And one day you'll be the tallest six year old in your class. But you shouldn't be listening to these podcasts. 
because oh, these are for, for, these are a lot of naughty words. You're gonna go repeating them. And uh, oh wait, I'm pretty much untraceable on here. Yeah, fuck it. Keep on shouting them words, and uh, you keep on being a little six year old prick. Go on. <laughs> JP, where can the people find you, brother? Dr. Foot PhD, because my ego is very large, but my academic experience is very small. Yeah. I have not tweeted in a while, but I'm at Jandyfoot on Twitter. Uh, I am also in the Discord. The Discord is the MBAFT podcast Discord. You can find it on our Twitter, at Your Foot Podcast, in the link tree which John was or somebody was able to clean up the other day. So thank you for that. Um, the Discord's a lot of fun. It's going to get popping once the new game starts coming around. There's a lot of people, the really good people in there. So please join. Um, and please leave a rating and a comment on the show uh, at uh, on any of the podcast platforms of your choice. Leave hate mail. More hate mail for JP is always appreciated. You can leave hate mail for me too, but I don't think I'll, I'll probably ignore it uh, unless it's just, really funny. Just make me laugh. Yeah, unless it's really funny. Don't make me sad about you. Yeah, yeah. one guy called me a complaining <laughs> snob, which I kind of have to agree with him. I, I, I think I am. Uh, he you know says it, from his fucking Manhattan apartment, get burned. I think, I think, burn one percent. The true, the truest insults are the are the ones that hurt the most. I'll leave you with that. Uh, Sorry, I just just listen. If I was, I, I that dude made me so sad though, because I was just like, "This is it. This is what you want to do." I'm like yeah. all the porn to watch in the world, and you you're doing this, man. Make me laugh. Come on, next insult's got to be whether they, 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 they li- whether they love it or they hate it, they still listen, right, Chief? <laughs> Yes, yes, he did. And, uh, um, and he is totally appreciated. Yeah. So, JP, <laughs> when this when this crazy game gets you down, when your co-host doesn't want to follow the show notes that he wrote and sent to you right before the show started, just remember, guys, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Peace.